It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 876. Uh, what's happening, Gronks? What's going on? How are we? Happy Thursday. Do you feel like this week is flying by? If I, mate, it is. I just had it's a ridiculous. moment. Panicked. I'm like, is it Monday? It feels Tuesday? like Tuesday. No, fucking Thursday. Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday and then you have the weekend. This is crazy. When do you think... Um, when do you think time goes quickly? Because I think COVID mm-hmm. and lockdown has sort of challenged my thoughts around time and the speed of it. Sure. I mean, it doesn't there's, there's only one mm-hmm. speed. It's the time that's set, like it's there, but it's just our processing. What do you think it is that makes it feel uh, So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I would have said previously, if you have a filled day, mm-hmm. it goes quick, like there's a, a lot on. Yeah, but you I get up, you go, yeah. you get your brekkie, you're out the door. You know, like it's all mm-hmm. around sort of that momentum of moving forward and actually geographically moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Geographically is your new favourite sort of term. Yeah. You love everything. Well, I wanted to say something else. I've, I've, it's funny, it's funny you pick up on these things because um, what's the? I'll, I'll think of it, but I'm, I'm replacing a word that I haven't been able to get to in my brain yet. What is it? What do you think it is? Um, I'll get there. You keep talking. Can you? Uh, not yeah, to I'm get bogged thinking down. about it, mate. I'm thinking but about what's it. what's the area? Maybe I could help. Well, it's clearly around the geographical, or um, so it's uh, like you're moving around. Yeah, it's it's more it's another descriptive word for um, like your location, your geographical um, location okay, point. Um, you know, it's like yeah, it's just another one. Okay, I'll find, I'll, I'll mix it yeah, up. Yeah, right? if you can, That's what you're if you can find it out, find out, that'd be great. Uh, no, but I think the interesting thing is. This week is one of those weeks where I've got a few things I need to do and uh, I've sort of given, there's been uh, like yesterday, for instance, I was like, you know what, I'm giving myself a break. I'm going to have a, I had a chimichanga for um, lunch. Like I did Uber Eats lunch, which I haven't done in a long time. And I was yeah. just like, I'm going to do a little bit of work, but I'm yep. not going to put a crazy amount of stress on it. But the thing is that... Uh, I feel the need I need to do a bunch of stuff today. I feel like if I don't yeah. get things going now, it's going to get to the end of the week and you're like, I haven't achieved anything. <laughs> well, so, I do feel tomorrow. that pressure. I that is tomorrow. Um, it is classic Cram Jansen though. Mm. Classic Cram Jansen. I was but, always but, a crammer. Always a crammer. Mm-hmm. Still are a crammer. Yeah. I think it's just um, the uh, – it's optimism. It's, the, uh, it's a mixture <laughs> of procrastination and optimism. I think that in well, some ways it, it works it works for us sometimes because it means like I'll always be working on something. Yeah. But it's not always G B does the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like you can you'll go all in on something and uh, you can spend so much time on it. It's not always the main mm. thing that you need to be yeah. doing, but it is it does feel like you're moving forward. Well, I think I, I could sum up your procrastination quite well mm-hmm. and it's somewhat of a compliment because your procrastination actually comes out in finding other highly productive mm-hmm. things that move us forward. But then it's like then the panic will set in. So, for instance, you'll mm-hmm. build a fucking website in a day yes. that is highly highly mm-hmm. beneficial for the business yeah. but you'll leave the edit to last minute and then mm-hmm. you'll panic about it. Mm-hmm. So, it, technically... It's productive for you, but it can. But the feelings, like, because what are the, what are the sort of like drop? You know, if you've got a little, um, you know, those little sort of droppy things that you put under your tongue, like poo like drops. You, 
yeah, that kind of thing. But imagine sort of the ingredients Great that, product, that are put into your body. It's anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stress. It's like all these little things yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of get you mm-hmm. flowing at the very last minute. But then all of a sudden, you've done more than what you needed to do. Because What's if you actually pa- just so, yeah, it's, it's did Parkinson's what you needed law, to do, yeah, you yeah, only yeah. you would actually have less mm-hmm. on. So, the thing is that this, this is my uh, justification, whether it's right or wrong. Uh, the when I was younger, I would be a perfectionist. So if I had two weeks to work on something, I'd be working on it. Like I would just spend mm. all the time on it. And so part of the cramming and procrastination stuff is rather than being stressed, like rather than focusing on a single thing to be stressed about, just leave it and cram it and put it like into a, like a tidy little box. And say, okay, I'm just going to focus on that in that time. The problem mm. is that it never quite works that way because you do yeah. have the evenings where you're like, fuck, I've got to get that thing done. I need to do this yeah, thing. Like yeah. you, so you ask, there is a residual effect to the yeah. procrastination. But um, I think some of the best things I've ever done have happened from procrastination. Funnily enough, 2013, I had an idea for a documentary on procrastination. Never yeah. got around to doing it, which is so <laughs> annoying. But it was called. Uh, do you know what the documentary was called? I think it's still a fucking great idea. Um, yeah. It was called Coming Soon, and so <laughs> w- what I was going to do was uh, this is a classic thing that I've done. Even Jack Post and I have been talking about this as he's working on Phase Two of Jackie Roach Studios, his podcast. It's like yeah. we can be very much drawn into the launch of something. Right, mm. And so, the idea of the procrastination doco was the first scene that I film is me going around Melbourne putting up billboards and signs for the documentary that's coming soon. And then it's just me going, okay, <laughs> fuck. Now I've got to do this thing. So, if you work, you work it out, like... Is the so if we're just to dive into the mm-hmm. doco, sure, like it's already been made, mm-hmm. it starts with putting the posters up, but the it's not actually made. And mm-hmm. do you have any idea of what the doco will be, or are we going to discover as you discover because you've even procrastinated on coming up with the concept? <laughs> other than well, the, I the think name? you just you bring up early like the hypothesis around like for whatever reason I'm 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 a procrastinator, and mm-hmm. then I probably speak to a few people. Because, um, yeah, you could do something very interesting about the uh, sort of um, the benefits of procrastination, which is a cl- which would be a classic mm. procrastinator move. Well, well, just just on the mm-hmm. on the thought of procrastination, it it could be seen as diverting the pain, so or like um, pushing the pain to the side for the moment, because. You procrastinate things that you don't necessarily want to do, or you want to do them, mm. but they require something from you, which could be, then be painful, or you're not in the right place to activate that part of your brain. You just think that you're not ready for being creative in this moment, whatever it be, right? Mm-hmm. The problem with it is that all those things end up happening later Definitely. down the track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's... I mean, we were talking yesterday about sort of just the weird sort of wirings of our brains, mm-hmm. and that's one of them. Procrastination is definitely up there. Or delayed the gratification, all of these things. Like you think about even the resistance. Like I love walking. I like I, but I just like even with this step challenge, I'm annoying myself with it. 
Like I know I, that I can just go out and I can do it and I've fucking having a half an hour convo with uh, uh, Pete Shepherd on the phone and they get off. I was like, I was sitting, he was buying chicken fillets whilst he was on the phone to me. He was out and about. It? Yeah, yeah, lemon. He's like, hey, just hang on a sec. And I was like, oh, he's ordering. He's like, I just got to order something. I was like, okay. I was expecting it's actually lattes. Quite, when, someone, when you're on the phone to somebody and they're mm-hmm. doing something, it's like, oh, it's a bit sort of like suspenseful. Yeah, yeah. You know? I feel like, like I'm sort of like in his ear and he's like, uh, yeah, can I get, uh, you know, four of the lemon. I'm like, where the fuck is this going? I thought it was going to be lattes. And yeah, <laughs> lemon, chicken. And I was like, where are you? It was at the butcher. So that was a I fun also story, like the people that you're on the phone to and you mm-hmm. don't know, you kind of just, ah, oh, they must be out and about. And next minute, they're just like, they haven't informed you that they're about to ask something. Mm-hmm. And next minute, you're just like, they haven't even said, oh, sorry, Matt, it's two seconds. Hey, can I get this? It's just mm-hmm. like from conversation. Yeah, I have those, you know, they're just straight into it. It's very like, confusing. Oh, God, mm-hmm. a bit abrupt. I always feel that with the post office because I oh, yeah. walk to the post office and then I go in and then there's this transitional point where, especially if I... If I've walked in and I've still got my AirPods on, I can't hear them. And so yeah. it's this upsetting thing where I have to ask them to repeat themselves. But I am the guy that will take the AirPods out. I understand yeah. the perceived rudeness in not. But I'm looking forward to the day that mm-hmm. this is going to happen in the next two to three years where AirPods, all of these products, will become hearing devices are already sort of moving that way. And so the social acceptable thing is you are wearing them all the time. They'll probably run flush to your ear. You won't even be able to notice them. You'll yeah. be able to amplify sound, but then you'll also be able to listen to a podcast. So it, there will be this weird stage. I'm sure we're going to hear about it in the news where they'll say, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> are we connected? Are we talking to one another? Because you think like looking at the screens are bad. Think yeah. about you're having a conversation with someone and you don't know whether they're listening to you or whether they're listening to a podcast or they've they've switched their microphone so that they can hear better behind them so they can hear the conversation of the um the people that are that are having an argument i mean what about when neurolink neurolink comes in and you've got it tapped into your brain mm-hmm. or even like your eyeball um there's a big company going to be releasing new glasses so he yeah um, this is where we need like a Mr. 97 who probably has been reading the I could have, We could actually call Sevs. I've, I've, I've set up the phone to make it very easy for these things. So, she definitely would know. Yeah, I'll, yeah get him on uh-huh. um, and then I'll set it up. Yeah, yeah but, but go on. What, what, have you, what have you heard so far? So um, some previous Apple employees mm-hmm. who have uh, left the company mm-hmm. and they're currently working on a new operating system and they've they've created a startup. I actually, you know where, where I heard it this right. week in startups with uh, Jason Calican. What is it, Calicananus? Yeah, Jason Calicanus. Okay, uh, Sevs, are you there, mate? Uh, Mister Ninety Seven. Hello. Yeah. Oh, this is a, this is a nightmare. It hasn't worked, has it? I reckon he's probably hung up on me. Oh, are you there, Sevs? Is he in bed? He could be doing the workout. Oh, yeah, he probably is doing his... Yeah, I'll just try and call him. I tried to get all fancy and call him first and then unmute him. Bring him in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, g'day, Sevs. I tried to be smart and have you on the line as TJ was telling that story to unmute you. Could you hear him at all or no? No, 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 no. I missed it. That's all good. Um, So, TJ's talking about this new thing. TJ, what is it? 
these Apple employees who have left and have started a new company and they're going to be releasing a product that is will probably become something like the Google Glass or like the Snap Snap um I was going to say testicles, spectacles. Oh, the spectacles. Yeah, the snack, I remember that. Have you, have you, you heard about this, Sam's? No, I haven't. Okay, well, it's annoying. I've just yeah. wasted time. Can you tell us something interesting that's happening in tech? I mean, your go-to site is The Verge, which is a technology well, site. Well, I mean, they're interesting. You, you sent an article a while ago around um, some of the journalists that work for The Verge um, mm-hmm. going off and using their own software, but... They're like going to Substack. Creating their own mail, yeah, yeah. Creating their own mailing list and own newsletter for for readers. But mm-hmm. interesting, The Verge recently put up. I reckon today they've put up a thing saying um, support independent media, like support us, and here's a little donate button on their site. On The Verge. On The Verge, at the top of The Verge, there's a little yellow box that's just like donate to us. Don't you think that that's a little bit cheeky? Because The Verge is owned by Vox, Vox. Media. Yeah. How much do we think oh, Vox is worth? I mean, Vox is bringing in probably a hundred mil a year. Let's have a look at <laughs> Vox uh, Vox Media valued uh, at one forty. Oh, that was twenty twelve. Hmm. Yeah, valuation. Million. I mean, yeah. Valuing so if you, the company more, sorry, the company's worth more than a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. They've yeah, had a, a total the, of three hundred six million dollars in funding. Yeah, that's wow. ridiculous. The 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 thing the banner says like um, explanatory work is important support us mm-hmm. and so yeah. do you think that this is the move it. away from advertising are they just or are they wanting to double dip I mean I wouldn't know I rock ad blocker but the sure. I I would yeah I mean they can't, I I can't imagine them earning heaps of cash through their ads like it's not like they're doing integrated posts or anything like that mm-hmm. it's more just like Almost like here's a banner placement. Put your ad in. Um, but yeah, I can I can imagine just like if if they've got however many you know journalists and writers mm-hmm. putting out like editorials and articles and stuff like it's decent decent overhead. So I don't know. Maybe, you know what it, it, maybe it, it actually probably draws to the fact that they're paying their journalists fuck all. Or well, they're no, doing I think they, they contributing. I think they, I think the journos get paid. I think the so Jason Calacanis, who uh, has the podcast this week in Startup, he was talking about Substack. So I actually have a Substack, joshjansen.substack.com. <laughs> I've never done a, anything on there, but we should definitely do it. Procrastinating. So, yeah, Dr. Exactly. Dr. Jason, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dr. Jason Fox is um, all over it. He does a great job of Substack. And so the idea yeah, is it's like a paid newsletter slash blog. And so you could get set up. And what's happening is there's been a bit of an exodus on these big journos, especially the ones that are perceived a little bit controversial, but they have a really strong base of supporters. And so what they're doing is, Jason Calacanis was saying, they're probably getting 140, 150,000 a year as journal, as sort of wow. those sort of senior journalists. So it's not like peanuts. Um, I mean, it's obviously not podcast money like what we're on. Yeah, <laughs> These yeah, books don't yeah, pay for yeah. themselves. But the um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so so there, he was talking about what's potentially happening is companies like Substack are, are committing to journalists and saying, "Hey, come over here. We'll mm. give you a guarantee. So we'll give you say fifty grand a year guarantee, and then build on that platform." 
and they could be making a bunch more money. Um, yeah, yeah. So th- they've said on on the f- um, it was the Verge, and it takes you to Vox, mm-hmm. and it says your contribution does not constitute a charitable donation, but it will enable Vox to continue bringing you essential information for free at the pace and scale of the coronavirus crisis demands. Mm. So I maybe mean, they're saying that the demand is higher based on coronavirus, and they're I don't know. I mean, it's a lot more common now these donation models. Yeah, and so this is the thing. So it's we have we've accepted as a society that for the most part there's all this sort of media that we don't pay for, right? Yeah. But there's people doing the work. And if we do have a problem, if we look at the social dilemma and we say, "Oh, we don't want to be the product and we don't want to to have these ads and also think like there's got to be an alternative. It's not like, okay, turn off the ads, turn off the algorithms and then just get this content for free. There needs to be a change in the business model. So maybe yeah. Vox sees the writing on the wall and saying, "Okay, to be a media business going forward after uh, you know, 2020, it requires something where they have a direct relationship with their readers and their readers become customers. Yeah, I guess it's Patreon. If you if your content is uh, worthy enough, mm-hmm. people will spend the cash. People will help. You know, put money behind it. I guess the donation model makes you really think. Um, okay, yeah, I love what they do. I've got. I want to help them continue doing what they do. It just. I think the weird bit is coming from a large business. Is what you're pointing out. It's like mm-hmm. seems huge from the outside. It's like, hang on, wait. That's like. Usually they're like independent creators or, you know, people running a small operation that seem to do that that model. Yeah. Um, Any other you know. tech news, Mace? Um, no, not really. I mean, I was, I was reading an article about a supersonic jet that they re- just released a prototype. There's nothing, nothing really special about that. Mm. It's interesting all the supersonic <laughs> stuff. I mean, you've, like, just, you've just discounted, you know, millions of hours of work by very hard-working, <laughs> smart no, no, no. individuals. It's, it's, it's only a prototype. It doesn't fly yet, so. And yeah. once you watch documentaries on the Concorde, you realise that any talk around the supersonic stuff, there's a huge amount of issues with them. Like, it, it, it does sound amazing being able to get from London to New York in, you know, what was it, less than three hours or whatever is awesome but yeah. um you know sonic booms and shit like you got to worry about certain <laughs> things um, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, are you working out right now sebs no okay. we we did a we did a workout earlier but i was just making my smoothie okay great all right well Can you get drop back and give it? us 10 um, yeah. 10 push-ups thanks mate <laughs> we'll see you soon right. love you uh, <laughs> yeah. thanks mate. bye um have you seen the the tiktok that's absolutely blown up um and it's got uh fleetwood mac song in it do you like Fleetwood Mac I love Fleetwood Side Mac note? yeah yeah you do mm-hmm. yeah, I would Dreams. often say to Google to play Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. do you say play Dreams by uh, Fleetwood nah, Mac nah nah I say um, it's gone completely blank I'd say play Fleetwood Mac I'm trying to think of my favourite song they, they just serve it up they serve it up um, so this guy I can't believe you haven't seen it like it's no no I haven't seen it no. so there's a guy on a skateboard Mm-hmm. And uh, shaved head dude, you know, probably in his late thirties, looks like an older fella, like just having the time of his life. And he's got this big, big bottle of cranberry juice, and he just is like cruising and then drinking the cranberry juice, singing mm-hmm. the lyrics to Dreams. And 
there's something about it. It's just it's it's fucking gone nuts online. Uh, Fleetwood Mac have hit the charts again for like the the most streams. Um, you know, since it's been released, it's like mm-hmm. they've broken a record of the streams. But you haven't seen it? No, I haven't. But I have heard about the. Uh, I saw our mate Leon Shergren do a tweet saying um, about the cranberry. Everyone's drinking cranberry juice nowadays, <laughs> dude. So, I mean, the, the I've got myself in a little fucking yeah. I put my foot in it with what I say usually. Mm-hmm. I've, I think I less as I get older, but still. You know that I'm the guy that's putting my foot in it. When I was younger, though, um, so there's the the classic one of I, I said to a, a girl when I saw her at Macca's, I was like, have you been swimming? She's like, what? No. Her hair mm-hmm. looked wet. Sure. I, I saw it and called it for what it was. You've uh-huh. been to the pool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, oily hair. Sure. Fuck that one right up. Uh, the other one was... Which McDonald's um, was it? Elsty. Mm-hmm. It was a classic meeting spot. What time? Rocky, of you know, day? Probably uh, about 3 p.m. Probably mm-hmm. just getting a QP. Beg your pardon? Quarter pounder. Getting a QP, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Anyway, and then <laughs> relating to the cranberry juice, I walked in uh, an ex-girlfriend at the time, her mate owned this sort of like salon and we went in there and she's got this big bottle of cranberry juice, drinking mm-hmm. it. And I just said, what, you got a UTI? Because I'd hurt, like I thought it was just a joke. I thought she loved cranberry juice, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that like people drink cranberry juice for urinary tract infections. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, what? No, no. End of story. My fucking girlfriend at the time, when we get back, she's like, what the fuck did you say that for? She does have a UTI. I was like, oh, "Oh, never again. So when I saw this guy just cruising on his fucking skateboard, I was Mm -hmm. like... This poor bugger's got a UTI. <laughs> is is pom uh, a cranberry juice? Pomegranate is a different oh. fruit, broski. No, pomegranate pom. 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 Or is it the name of the brand? Pom Wonderful. I don't know if it's Pom. Um, pom. pom. Wonderf- no. Um, pom Wonderful. Oh, yeah, it is pomegranate juice. Pom- yeah, pomegranate. And so cranberry... Is a different fruit. Is it's cranberry, fruit cranberries. Are there things yeah. called cranberries? Cranberries, yeah. Cranberry <laughs> juice. What? A, like there, there was one that I thought was a berry that's not a berry that's a made-up name. What am I thinking of? Mate, I have no What's idea. What's the one where the, the guy's like <clears throat> stomping around in the fields? What do you mean? There was a, I don't know. There was a specific drink <laughs> where... It's called something, and I thought that that's the berry, but it's a it's a it's a manufactured thing. I don't know what Stomper. it is. I like it's a fake berry, but they've like that's nah, a great idea. Hundred percent. Come up with an idea. Juice. It's not that. Well, oh, what's it called? What's the big red red juice? It's gonna piss me off. Red juice berries <laughs> made up on Google. What is, what do we get? Berry, berry burst. Do you know what this I did the on berry the weekend? Flavors. What I had, I went to um, went to Boost Juice. Oh yeah, I got the Janine's favorite. Not even oh, on yeah. the menu anymore. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, the Janine. Is it mango? Does it have mango in it? Yeah, it's real yum. It's ri- <laughs> Ribena. Thanks, Shana. Ribena. Is Ribena, so, Ribena is not a f- fruit. Ribena is not a fr- is not a fruit. Yeah, so Ribena yeah. berries. Oh yeah. 
What is a British origin brand of black currant based uncarbonated? Why do they have to? Jeez. Oh, and carbonated soft drinks and you fruit. You get both. So there you go. So Ribena is not a berry. Okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting because that was the that was a they did well when we were young. Like that was a brand that mm-hmm. was out there, like the like in the sort of little juice boxes. Get your Ribenas in a big bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I there, there is something about like. Um, uh, I feel like uh, when I was drinking the carbonated drinks, a lot I've sort of backed down a little bit from it all of late. But um, I would always bring it up because I wanted to be able to drink them in client meetings, like when I'm on a call. I would. At the start, set it up when they would say, "How are you going, Josh? How's your day?" I'd say, "It's, it's good because I got this drink," and then I'd, I'd, I'd tell them about it. I say, "Oh, it's got some flavour and it's actually really delicious." There's one yeah, called use Lacroix. my coupon There's, code. Yeah, it's got that flavour. <laughs> but the, the I um said this to one client, and it was amazing. I didn't realise this, but in a previous life, he was a um like a beverage. He worked for like in the beverage industry. Oh, great! And knew everything, so it seemed like. Because such a quirky thing to bring up, right? Like, hey, I'm going to talk about this beverage. And he just starts naming facts. He goes, oh, yeah, they would have gotten the thing from this factory and that. I was very impressed. That's great. Yeah, it's not much of a story. And, but And then the next meeting, great. Good to hear. <laughs> got nothing. Just, yeah, got nothing just to, move, got nothing move to on. say. Um, um, just finally, before mm-hmm. we finish, uh, the Ushi scheme continues on yet another day. More Ushis. He, yeah, Bodhi rocks up to the cafe. New yeah. person's on. It's not. It's not George. He's go-to barista mm-hmm. for his baby Chino and Ushi deals, and it's his sister, George's sister. And what has she got? An un, uh, a packet. Ushi inside. She thought about Bodhi when she was at the supermarket. She brought it and gave it to Bodhi. But then she asked me, "Hey, if you have Elsa." Mm-hmm. As in the Disney character, yeah. Yes. If you have Elsa, my daughter would love it. And I said, "Great." So I get back in the car. Amy, uh-huh. do we have a spare Elsa? Mm-hmm. Yes, amazing. I'm sending currently uh, in the mail out three of Bodie's spares mm-hmm. to Gronk Stusso, who needs them for his son's collection, oh, this and is great. we're helping out. So it's it's becoming a full. Just uh, operation. You know, this is full time. <laughs> this is, is full time, dude. I okay. won't be able to do work for the next six months because I'm, I'm just ushi exchanging ushies every every moment. <laughs> and so, um, I wonder. I feel like at the cafe they could put up a sign like, uh, "Want to leave your ushi?" Like that you could put them into a, into some sort of bucket or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm another. Sure they also another want thought. a sign saying. Can you please spend more money? Coronavirus <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. is highly affected. I mean, if trade. people are if people are um, donating to a business that's raised three hundred million dollars, yeah, true. I can't, I can't help but uh, feel that we should be, um, you know, donating to these other things. I, yeah, d- I did anyway. think very quickly. Okay, so it's been an entire year. Uh, I think and t- since I've been on a holiday. So the last time was Dalesford. Yeah. September the end of September for I think it was three days. Yeah. And I was thinking, when was the last time you went on a holiday? Uh it was I think it was our FFS. Um mm-hmm. our Flinders. Flinders. 
Fuck fest is what you call yeah. it. <laughs> no, did we do anything? I can't remember. Are we doing God, no, not really. Not so. This is the problem. If you can't remember, what if it was what, a fuck fest or not? <laughs> is that what you're saying? What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure we just had headaches and we're pretty tired. <laughs> we just, just fucking slept, slept the whole time. Yeah. Um, and so no, I was thinking. I was like, um, what are we going to like? I feel like with all the COVID stuff that's happening. Yeah. We can't do holidays, but we should at least consider annual leave. We should consider, like, what oh, would it yeah. look like to take a week? Like, what would it look like for you to take a week, then me to take a week, Mason to take a week? To be honest, it's so close to the end of the year. And we haven't really, like, mm. y- you talk about no holidays. We've been at home. It's like the last... But have you? This is my, this is my thought. Yeah. Never getting to really switch off. Not yeah. real like the... That's the thing that you don't realize, right? Is is it's like yeah. I, I get the the psychology of especially mm. when they do like you know businesses do forced annual leave or whatever, which is around Christmas time for us. Mm. Yeah, I, I I wonder before yeah. things ramp up uh, with like filming and all that sort of thing, what it would look like to do uh, a week. Mm. Just a, just a, just a thought. What do you think? No, yeah, I know. Um, I agree. I think though we're so close to the end of the year. I'd rather take weeks off at the end of the year that gives me like I disconnect at the end of the year. I love that time of year, mm-hmm. like the Christmas break. Usually we go up to Sydney, and it's just like a a time to just reset. Mm-hmm. And so the the hard bit is when you're trying to disconnect to then come back to ramp it up hard. Mm-hmm. And so it's like end of the year is that time. For me, do you reckon it will be different could, though this year? Obviously, because like I don't know whether Sydney, like whether you'll be able to. Well, do if we that can, stuff. either way, it's like it is the time when the vibes there. Mm-hmm. It's like right now, I can't go anywhere. My son, is like, that the I, system, my family's like because I, I, I wonder a, about when, like when you have a kid. If I've got annual leave, mm-hmm. and it's like my kid is still going to daycare, it's like I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the luxury of like it just feeling, it still feels like a work week for me. Mm-hmm. It still feels like stuff's going on based on. So, how do you get to switch why, off though? Because I feel like it's like I, I mean, feel it is, and then you would be feel like I could imagine you're feeling it too where it's just like not take, yeah. like just waiting that extra amount of time. Yeah. I mean, I, but I don't, I, I, it's such a small period of time i guess if you're struggling then it's a different conversation Mm. but i think it's like you're trying to step challenge is making me feel heaps better Mm -hmm. actually moving and sort of like and so i'm just kind of fired up to sort of kick into gear rather than pause it's like actively do the stuff to make me feel better so i can continue and have a break it's like i guess it's for the people that want to work through the fucking christmas break it's like most businesses shut down yeah, and if mm-hmm. you're business to business, it's like a lot of time you got to slow it down at that period of time. So, to to be honest, I would love the in the previous years we've had the my the the, the concern of th- the business over the Christmas periods, mm-hmm. and it'd be amazing to get to a point where you're like, I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. We've done really well, and it's a time to just have a break, and we know we can come back and just get started. Mm-hmm. It's not coming back and just fucking blowing blowing it mm-hmm. in the first week, but it's like being in a good space to come back to mm-hmm. would be. Where do you ideal. think? Where do you think? Like from a biz, if you were to design the way businesses could operate in twenty twenty one, 
So think about like future of work, what it all looks like, what leave looks like. There's a bunch of companies that obviously they do unlimited, you know, employees take as much as you want. What do you really? think? Really? Like, yeah. Who are they? Uh, Basecamp does it. Animals. Um, I mean, so they're all, they're not remote, they're... Uh, work, distributed teams distributed teams yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean that's a <laughs> that's a easy one the distributed team stuff is is going to happen more next year you can't mm-hmm. you look at the city from where we are i can see the big buildings it's like there's 10,000 people in that fucking mm-hmm. building or there's 5,000 but you know so is there but is there something in, is there something i think about the annual leave thing because people get pissed off with the forced annual leave like i know people are like fuck i've got to take i don't want to take it blah 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 but there's like mm. a, I've seen those occasions where it's like people work through Christmas, right? Because it's quiet and then they'll fucking take annual leave when it's busy for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I wonder what the so the thing <laughs> is it's like the I I get the I get the idea of saying, Okay, let's you know, I wanna just switch off from a Christmas perspective. But yeah, I just wonder what it would look like. Like uh, having times throughout the year. So could oh, you actually, yeah, from a, no, from no, a reset yeah. perspective, rather than just be like, by the end of it, you're not actually that optimal because you're fucked because you're just trying to see the finish line versus no, being like... No, I'm taking into consideration this year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, well, the end of the year. Next year, if we're hopefully back to some kind of new normal, mm-hmm. buzzword, but that, you know, it's like, fuck it. I'd, usually the, 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 the challenge for most people has been time off equals going somewhere, going on a little trip, mm-hmm. not even overseas. It's like fucking to the farm or to someone's farm or, mm-hmm. you know, in a caravan. It's like that shit has been off the table. And so, yeah, I mean, So next don't year- people need breaks though? So this is my thing. It's like, because I completely understand mm. and get that, which is like you think ahead and you're like, okay, going to do a holiday, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But mm. if potentially, you know, flights aren't happening till April or whatever it is, do we need to come up with a different version where people can disconnect? How can you? Like, so th- that Some thought businesses of- ask you to put in your annual leave. Like, you needed to give us your tentative dates because mm-hmm. then what, what that's saying is you're using it. Or some mm. people don't want to use it. So, it's an individual thing. And this is the rights of someone who is um, employed. It's like they they get to choose, they get to save it up, they get to do what they want. So it's more if if you are saving it up because you think you can't take it because you're too busy, mm-hmm. don't do that. Take yeah, yeah. it. You need to. You need the respite. But then, if that's the objective to go, I want four weeks off in a December period, mm-hmm. like literally December five through to fucking Jan five. I want the mm-hmm. full month off paid. That's that's what a that's what someone who is employed gets to make the decision on. Well, they have lockout periods and things like that. And so, what's yeah. the when was the last time that you felt that you switched off? Um, probably last Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then, look, look at this fucking year. It's like, but that's why. I, but I wonder, like, is that just a pain that? So you, there's a story there, which is like, yeah. But we talked. Get Amy and I Christmas. talked about like the annual leave stuff. Mm-hmm. And then shit changed. And so, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a great idea to look at blocks across the year. When it is a smaller team like ours, mm-hmm. we can actually just have a meeting about like, who wants to take what, where? Mm-hmm. And then you just like, well, let's plan to that. Because 
when it's small, it's like it helps when it's it's very impactful when someone goes, but that's not a reason to have people not go. And so you work towards having people having people sort of take that time. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Have a mm-hmm. have a conversation about what that looks like. Well, because you can, I can just see it like where you don't like you don't make it a priority. And, it, and then it's not helping yeah. anyone. It's not helping the individual who's like exhausted, just hanging on. Yeah. I just think about how good I feel after taking some leave. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, great. It's uh, the Daily Talk Show. Hi at the Daily Talk Show. And we'll be back in a month. We're, yeah, uh, we'll be, we'll be back. No, so I was thinking, so, so <laughs> no, I, I started thinking about like what would it look like? So would we do like a co-host? Like, so if I did a week. Would you have a like a co-host, like different co-hosts? Yeah, definitely, every definitely. Day? I think that's a that's the key. If mm-hmm. we actually get into the granular bits, usually we've done a stint of going hard, which I think if someone stays on, it ruins mm-hmm. them for the next week. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's like even though you get to sort of not have the shows the next week, it's like to get that many shows recorded is laboursome, mm. and then you know it's like. You're back at work the following week, but then you're like spent. That's been the experience. Like after we did the Sydney, we went to Sydney and recorded a fuckload of chats. Mm-hmm. Or even Nikki. like LA, when we came back from LA, yeah. we had a week where we had all the, the um, oh, interview right. shows or what the pre records or whatever. That's right. But yeah, it's sort of, a, it's a bit of a recovery. <laughs> yeah, you're back recovery. To, yeah, you're yeah. recovering. Shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too, too many fucking. <laughs> too if it's interesting. I think like uh, there is. I don't know what the answer is, but I think there's an open there's a there's an open bit where it's like how do how like how do we avoid burnout? How do we make sure that we're getting the most out of mm. everyone? And so, um, if you're listening and your workplace does something great that you mm-hmm. personally love, even though it might be sort of a, a precedence that they've set, what works for you? Let well, because a lot of businesses have done forced annual leave during. The COVID stuff as well. Well, that's to fucking survive. It's like you need to take your annual leave because mm. we can't afford money because we would owe you that anyway. So, we got to give you that. We've got to pay down your, our debts to you Yeah, with the money you've accrued. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it makes sense. I, I know people have complained about it, but it's like it's... Well, it needs to. Time it's yeah, been yeah. To a survival method of the business. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Uh, hi at the dailytalkshow.com is the email address. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you guys.